All right. Welcome back to the Go Time Podcast. Hey, I just want to give a little intro to this next one. It is uh, another Todd Father edition. And my son, Matthew, um, he's my oldest son. He's 15. And he, he came in and asked if he could do an interview with me. So so we sat down, had a talk, and he got to ask me a few questions. Um, had no idea what they're going to be about. But they were they were really... Actually, really insightful questions, and you know, I think something as parents um, with our with our kids, man, there's a whole other life that we have before we have our kids, and so um, I just make the assumption that they sometimes that they know who I am beyond um, being dad, and um, and so it's really kind of nice to be able to have a conversation and talk about things that happened um, even when he was alive, but he was you know, just a little guy. And then before, you know, growing up and, and uh, there's things that I would like to know more about my father and knowing my father when he was at, at a certain age um, and things that he was thinking and, and just knowing, being able to look back and, uh, and, and, and visit those things. And it's, uh, it was a pretty, pretty cool little opportunity for me to be able to share with him a little bit about things that were important, important to me and the way that I think about things and how I saw things as they were coming up and what I think is important and stuff. And so, and, and he got to ask those questions instead of me just telling him. So it was fun. He, he, we had a kind of a cool conversation. I figured, man, it was really something fun to be able to share with you guys. Um, it is intimate and a bit personal, um, because it's, it's conversation between a father and a son. But at the same time, I think that, um, people may need, young men may need to hear, a, what a good conversation can be between a father and a son and and maybe some young men or some fathers out there um, can hear about you know how to inspire you to have a good conversation start that conversation with your son just being able to reminisce and talk about it but all at the same time putting into perspective what's important and and framing it properly for your for your young men be able to understand what's important and what's important to you so anyhow uh, conversation between Matthew Martin and Todd, the Todd father. Here we go. To be successful in any field, it requires grit, guts, and determination to push through adversity. The Go Time Podcast with Todd Martin takes you on a journey exploring the paths of champions. Here, you'll get insight to what it takes to achieve greatness as an athlete, coach, mentor, and businessman. Leadership is not given, it's earned. Um, I just, I wanted to ask you a few questions. Um, first being, as a kid, as, let's see, how, how old were you when you first started riding horses? Like when you first found the idea of riding horses? Um... So, like the first time I ever rode a horse, or like, like the, the first time you found out the idea of riding a horse and found it interesting, found it interesting, yeah. So, um, you know, grandpa bought me a horse when I was little, little mm -hmm. stormy, wasn't it? Yeah, well, no, stormy was the ho first horse that I like got on. Mm -hmm. Um, it was a colt that we had bred, but we had a little bay, a little Palomino uh Shetland pony, mm -hmm. she was meaner than a hornet. <laughs> Um, I guess I was probably like around eight or nine at that time. And, uh, and I just got on and kind of rode it around. Um, like most little kids just kind of play, 
But the first time I I got on, actually took a lesson and realized like, holy smackers, I think this is what I want to do. Um, I was 21. You're 21 years old. Mm-hmm. So as a 21 year old and you found out that you could do, you were 21 when you took your first writing lesson and were you, were, was that first writing lesson, were you as well as finding out that you could actually do that as a job or had you known you could do that as a job? No, you know, I didn't. That's a really good question, Matt. And so I didn't know how I could actually, I saw somebody else that was doing it for a living. I didn't quite understand how he was doing it for a living, like how you got to it. But that's, I knew that that's what I wanted to do. So I knew that you, you could do it for a living, right? And because he obviously was, but he wasn't making like, you know, buku bucks doing it. Um, but he was making a living, right? And, and that was my first, you know, like, oh, wow, I think, you know, I think this is what I want to do. How much money I made never really came into play. I really didn't think about that. There was a lot. I tried a lot of other jobs, a lot of other jobs before that. Um, but all of those other jobs were like, you know, like, I liked them. It wasn't like I disliked them, but it was like I couldn't see myself doing that forever kind of deal. And whenever I got on the horse and I tried that and I, st- I was like, man, that's that was so cool. Like it was just like what I wanted to do. It's what I wanted it's it's if I had another job, it's what I would want to be doing when I got off that other job as a hobby. I was like, yeah, as a hobby, is like just what I wanted to do. I, I think you know, if I see something as a hobby, um, it's something that that I do, right? For fun, for, for fun or whatever. When I see something that, um, like, as a horse trainer, or and you know this as like doing jujitsu. <laughs> um, it's it becomes like something that I am, right? It's I mean it I really is something that I really really enjoy. It's something I I kind of identify myself with. There's a couple of things that I identify myself with as, like a horse trainers one, um, like a jitsu player is another, and um, a dad is another. Like would, so, would you, as one of the things you call yourself, like as a jujitsu guy or a horse trainer? Would you also do that as, would you call yourself a podcaster because you have a podcast? Um, no. Yeah, that's kind of weird. No, I, I don't see that as like uh, the actual uh, show itself. Uh, it's more of, uh, it's an ab, it's a way for me to share what I like. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not necessarily like I have this great desire to be a podcaster. It's a it's a, I have a great desire to share the knowledge that I've learned from all the other stuff. And the way that I do that is through doing a podcast. And is is that the same reason you're doing the YouTube is the, your YouTube channel? You have you have most of your po- podcasts on there as well, but you have some horse stuff on there. You have like uh, interview with Dale Brisby, you have all that mm-hmm. stuff. Is that for the same reason? Or would you consider yourself doing that as for spreading your uh, podcast so other people find it? Or what? what is the reason behind doing the YouTube? So the YouTube, I've had the YouTube account for a long time. Yeah, right? I, I, the first video on there is of me as like a three-year-old, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so um, so at the beginning, um, there wasn't a lot of people that had YouTube accounts, right? I mean, it was just something that, you know, you would, it wasn't even like, you know, it was just a place for you to post a video. And I posted those videos to share with your grandma and grandpa, 
right? I, I, I shared those. And then also, you know, when I was selling horses, I would make a video and I'd stick it up on YouTube because that was the easiest way to send it to somebody else. Hmm. Before, we would videotape them, put them on a VHS tape, make a copy <laughs> of them, and then send them in the mail. And they would get them like next week. That's kind of you know, annoying. Yeah, it took forever, but it was like the thing to do, right? You got a VHS and you would look at it. I mean, it would literally take, you know, a month to sell a horse. And because, you know, people saw, I'm going to look at it and then check the videos. I mean, it was a it was a chore learning how to edit the videos and then download them, do all that kind of stuff, put them on a DVD and then send them or whatever it was doing. And now, nowadays, that's pretty easy because me personally, as a 15-year-old, I have a YouTube channel right. and I edit videos. I make my own content. I create titles. I send it to people. I download right. them, all that. So the way that I had always used YouTube and still kind of the same thing, right, is another place to put my work out there. And that's what I was, was really was, you know, and I would like, so you see some of the videos that you've seen before of horses that I've yeah. shown and, uh, or I've sold. And then also like video tips, like teaching people how to do different things and giving them instructionals and stuff like that. That's kind of like advertising for my business. Okay. Right? So it's just, it's a way for somebody to meet me without meeting me. Right before they go and make the toll trip out here to find out if my style of training is there to their liking, what kind of person it is that they're taking the instruction from, do they want to be around me? Do they want me training and riding their horses? Do my philosophy on training is it match up with theirs? So they get to meet me on there without having to drive all the way out here, come and see me, set up side of time, and all that kind of stuff. They can actually meet me first, and and now it's like there's so much stuff on there you can even meet you before they <laughs> yeah come out here. So they get to see. You can see a lot of that. And that's kind of the same thing with the podcast, too. Is, um, you know, I like uh, I like doing public speaking. I like speaking on... Um, yeah, you've went to Denmark to do public speaking, right? And different yeah. places like that. Denmark, I did a lot of uh, training clinics for horses. Mm -hmm. but, um, but, yeah, I've done some public speaking type deals for businesses and stuff. And it's teaching teaching things like leadership, teaching things like uh, uh, nonverbal communication, some of those things that pertain to business. Mm -hmm. And it's just using my experiences to give somebody else a reason or a better understanding of what's important in business. Because what's important in business is the same things that are important in performance, as the same things that are important in raising kids, you know, and doing all that kind of stuff. It all it's just it it's really revealing about. Um, like it really gives you a lot of an understanding about the creator and and his design and so many things because it holds true in every if you're questioning things like I don't know if this is really right or if maybe I'm thinking of something wrong well you can compare it to the rest of the world and the rest of things like does that does that work in parenting does it work you know if I'm training a horse and is it does it um, does it make sense to do it this way with the horse can I force this horse to do something Okay, so on that topic, on the horse topic, right? So I've seen as we live together because I'm your son. Um, uh, I've seen you sometimes. Some horses you'll be harder with, and then some, if they do something, it'll you'll do it. You'll almost correct them in a different way. Mm -hmm. Is is that because horses have their personalities, or why is that? Yeah, so they do have personalities. Well, if you think about it, I correct your brother. Mm -hmm. way different than your oldest sister, mm -hmm. right? Two different people, right? It doesn't take near the correction for one as it does the other. Because one just, learns. 
that and you know one one sees things a certain way one you know some are it's the same with horses and with people some are very self-reflective right some think a lot and they're into it some just do right and so the do have to make a correction a certain way the ones that are real thinkers or the ones that um that are a lot more emotional and get get offended really easily, mm-hmm. right? Well, you have to do them very very different. You can't be, you can't be as harsh and brash with, you know, someone that's going to internalize and you know, and and you know, someone who's already self defeating and that is really hard on themselves. Yeah, yeah, you can't be hard on that guy because he's already hard on himself. So you can't be hard on him if you're hard on him then he's he's already he's going to join in on the fight and he's going to be hard on himself and then he just sits and beats him up himself up that guy's not going to perform to you to his top level right now the one that you know is really boisterous and is like you know look at me look at me right sometimes <laughs> George. you yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you know what that's there's a part of that that you know you can't do all you know brash with him either yeah so there's a balance Right. There's a balance. But there is times where, you know, certain things, certain methods of training are not necessarily going to work, you know, with everybody. Um, And, you know, that just speaks to how everybody's an individual and you got to you got to treat them. And if you understand that in business, people are the same way. Mm -hmm. Right. So when you're working in your management and you're dealing with different people, you can't treat everybody across the board like they're the top athlete and you need to hammer down on them and you need to push them hard and you need to, you know, it's, it's, it is very much like your, your, uh, George's football coach, mm-hmm. right? I like him a lot. He's a really nice, nice guy. guy yeah. yeah. And I think he, I think he really likes football and he's really into it and all that kind of stuff. And he's a, he's a really nice guy. And, and he knows his football, right? Yeah, he does. He and, does. He really does. Um, but he's also like a little too brash sometimes and whatever. But yeah. And well, and it doesn't work with George. No, George is hard headed. I yeah. like I'll, I, I do. I practice at the same time as he does. Well, and so I'll see him and there's I look at the coach the way he disciplines George when he does something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's not going to work. I know. But and, and it's really important to see, right? What motivates George is a lot of positive. Right, but a lot of positive encouragement. Yeah, encouragement with him a lot. Right, and the other makes him internalize it a bit. Right, mm-hmm. so you know, but he he needs to at the same time. He's a young guy. He needs to learn how to handle that too. I mean, he needs to learn how to handle criticism. He needs to learn how to handle somebody who is pushing him to do more. Yeah, it may not be the way he wants to be pushed, but there's something to be said about being pushed either way. And he needs to realize that on his end, that he needs to conform a bit. And he needs to uh, realize the intent yeah. behind the correction. Yeah. Right? And that's really important, you know. Um, so things like that is the reason why I have, I have the podcast, is that you get to listen to him. You get to listen to other guys say a lot of the same things over and over, right? Yeah. But the things that they're saying, sometimes it clicks with you and sometimes it doesn't. It depends on the way it's said. Yeah. So that's why we, that's why I interview different guys from different places, right? Because mm-hmm. we all have so much of the similarity in the same things. We struggled through things. We worked hard through things. The things that you're going through right now in football is like trying to figure out your place in football and your role in the team and how does that work and how, what motivates you and how do you, how do you get in your, how do you get out of your own head and how do you get into the game and how do you do all that kind of stuff? 
And that's what we're going to lurk on. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to, you know, learn our way through, right? Because because you need to be the best football player ever? No. 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 I don't want to be. <laughs> uh, but, but if you can learn to be the best football player you can be, the same process to being the best YouTuber or the best whatever you want to be, you know, it applies. It applies mm-hmm. exactly the same way. Yeah. Um, backtracking here a bit, just kind of jumping around a little bit, uh, back to your podcast. Um, a question on your podcast that I have is I don't, I'm not sure I truly understand the meaning behind the name. Your podcast is called the go time podcast. And I'm, I don't, I'm not a hundred percent, uh, sure on like the meaning behind that, like what what was your thought process going through making a title for it? Mm, that's a good question. Um, so the meaning behind go time was because you need to know what to do when it's go time. Yeah, I remember. I remember <laughs> we were. I was trying to help you with like logos and stuff, and I remember you were talking with Brendan, right? Mm-hmm. He was originally yeah. your co-host, um, and you were like go time show time, right? That was your original idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I remember that actually. I remember sitting on the tractor drawing in my little journal trying to help you find a logo idea. Um, but like you said that the point behind your uh, your podcast name, the Go Time Podcast, is it says that you need to know what to do when um, it's go time. Right. Um, so as relating that to my, my YouTube channel, mm-hmm. because I don't actually have podcasts and... Uh, me and my best friend are doing one, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not really where the point is. But as my YouTube channel, my my channel name is Magnus Matt, and I don't know if I've I've talked to you about this before, but uh, my my uh, my name, my channel name, actually has a meaning behind it. Mm-hmm. And um, the meaning behind it is Magnus means greatest. That is that's the definition of Magnus. It means greatest. Mm-hmm. And so my channel name is Greatest Matt. And that then it's not meaning greatest Matt necessarily. It's more of meaning like, I want to say greatest YouTube channel, which it's not yet. And I'm hoping it will be one day if I keep putting time and effort towards it. But like, if for instance, me me and Kyle's podcast, me, me and my best friend's podcast, it's called Dr. Kreitz and Professor Magnus. Um, what, why, what... <laughs> Don't, it's a bunch of teenage boys making a podcast. Don't <laughs> judge. It's fine. Um, but what, on your advice, like what, what would you recommend for like, um, different, like different name or like a different, um, I think that's a good name. You do? Yeah, I do. Um, cause it's like, it's a comedic, cha- it's, it's a comedic a, channel. Well, but it's also a couple of things, right? It's, it's Matt at his greatest. Or mm-hmm. the greatest that Matt can be. Yeah. I mean, like, there's a lot of ways to look at that. That they're always, they're all, you know, really impertinent deals. So you should be. It's not that you have to be the greatest it's of the all greatest time, myself. right? And greatest you, but and and what is the greatest you? Well, it'll be a while before we find that, right? <laughs> but it is you pursuing to be the greatest you can be. Right. I think that's the, I think that's something that's really important for you young guys to really understand. I don't expect for you to be the greatest in the world. I don't, I don't. Um, there was one, that was all. 
right? The rest of us are, our jobs are to try, right? Try do to do our best. Try to do your best. I, that's what I want to see more than anything else. I want to see you try. I want to see you try. And, and, and I, you know what I expect? I'm listening. <laughs> I expect failure. Yeah. Crazy, right? It's not because I want you to fail. If, if I had my own decisions to make on the whole deal, and I could plan your life out the way that I wanted it to happen, I'd never let you fail. I'd have you succeed in everything you do, but that's not how life works. It's not how I, that's not, not, not how someone learns. It's not. It is not how somebody and learns. Let's say I, let's say everything I did was successful, mm -hmm. then there would be no need in my life for Jesus Christ. It's a good, it's a good thing, right? Because I mean, it's a good thing to recognize. I'm, I'm a sinner as every human being on the world is. And um, if I was successful in everything I did, there, I would still be a sinner, sure, but there would be really no purpose in my life for Jesus. The hardest place, it's the hardest thing for most anybody is, is the toughest place for anybody to be is to not think they need anything else. Yeah. Right? Um, that's why it's hard for, it's hard for a rich man to, to, to make it. Yeah. Right? What the parable that Jesus said, I don't, parable. I don't remember what name or what name, uh, what book it was, but there's a parable he said, um, I think it was a parable. But it was, um, uh, it's harder for a rich man to put a camel through a keyhole or, well, what was, yeah, I don't it's remember harder what. It's harder for a camel to fit through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to get in heaven. It doesn't mean it's unobtainable, right? But it's a lot harder when you have so much given to you that you now start looking at all these things. So, so the hard part for someone who has a lot of success, right? And has done a lot. We associate ourselves with our success, right? And we see ourselves as successful and we're constantly striving for that. And then more, the more money you make, the more things you buy, the more things you buy, the more you concentrate on maintaining those things. And those things start to own you because you have to make more money to keep those things up. It's not buying a yacht that's the worst thing. You buy a yacht, then you got to buy hire, hire a captain to to drive the yacht fuel, all the time. So on you so got forth. fuel, you got the and even when you're not using it, the insurance, the fuel, the all the captain, all those things that have to stay on keeping the food fresh on it. I mean everything else. And then same thing with an airplane. It's got to have maintenance. It's got to have a mechanic all the time. It's got to be fly, so many flying hours. You got to have a pilot. You have to have a co-pilot. It has to be ready to go. Fuel, it's all the things that come along with it that you got to keep going and constantly be feeding. All those things take your time away from Jesus Christ. Well, it's paying attention to your Creator, right? And and having an understanding. It's 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 as easy. There's two ways that the devil will distract you. One is he's gonna take everything away from you and make you mad, so you blame God for all of the woes that you have in your life right? The other, he's going to give you so much. You're so distracted. You won't give time to the one who created you. Hmm. Uh, That's why I've been trying to get you to read that book. So one of the things about that, the, the, those books are the classical books, right? And I'm not a big reader. You're a big reader. I can read fast. So the classical books are classical because not because just somebody read, wrote them, right? But the story behind it is very telling of reality it's a story that is very pertinent to life then now and in the future they're classical problems with humanity 
and you have to figure them out. It's not just the story. It's the story behind the story that's really important. The one that I like that I want you to read, a couple of them. Um, 1984 is one of them. 1984 is one. The other is um, Animal Farm. Animal Farm, Animal Farm. Yeah, I've, so, I've, had a, I've heard of it a lot. Mm. I've, a lot of people have told me about it, mm-hmm. but I've never actually read the book. It's a really good book. It's about socialism. Isn't it uh, the? <laughs> it is, and that's a crazy thing. Charlotte's Web is another one that's that has a talking lot of, animals. Yeah, I mean, but there's there's a storyline behind the story that is so important and so revealing about what life is about and what happens in societies, and it's going to give you an insight into what is going to happen in the world. How do I know it's going to happen in the world? Because it's happened over and over throughout history. History repeats itself. Yeah. And history proves that we don't learn from history. <laughs> learn from our we're gonna, mistakes. We're going to repeat it. But the more that you're, you're enlightened about it, the more that you understand of that, the, the, the better you're going to succeed. And not just you succeed, but my, I want my grandkids to succeed. Mm-hmm. I want you raised in a way that you're going to help them out too. I'm not, I, want, I, need, I need you to understand a couple of things. I need you to understand... Who made everything and what's the purpose in life? If you understand those things, right, you're not going to get discouraged with failures in life and you're going to persevere and you're going to do fine. Yeah. The other is in that purpose of life. I am instilling in you the things that what is important as far as being a father so Mm -hmm. that I'm not just preparing you, I'm preparing my grandkids and my great-grandkids mm-hmm. and my great-great-grandkids that I want to, that's my, that is a true legacy. Is a legacy leaving, leaving it to the, where uh, these trophies and all of this stuff is where, you know, everybody remembers who Todd Martin was? No. That's not a true legacy. Well, it's not that's what le- everyone thinks it is. So that's the here and now. It's not a legacy, right? Does anybody yeah. remember? I'll, I'll give you an example. Who who won the Super Bowl four years ago? Eddie Hinton? No. I don't know. <laughs> well, most people are not going to unless you're some complete NFL buff, right? That you're paying. Or if you played Who won it. the Heisman Trophy? I mean, these are landmarking events for people in their lives and their major accomplishments, right? Yeah. But they are fleeting and no one remembers that. Who started the NFL? The football. Who st- who invented the game football? Like I have no idea. That that guy should have a, a a a corner in the Hall of Fame of the NFL, right? That's not a legacy. Nobody remembers who that guy was, right? Yeah. Nobody. But if I generationally can impact my grandkids with the knowledge that I give you. The understanding of what love is, the understanding of, of who your creator is, and how to ground yourself in those things, and learning that failure is part of learning, mm-hmm. right? All those things that you can impart, and the importance of being a father and being a good husband, and all those things, why you're doing it as you yeah. grow up, that's why I have this. Mm-hmm. That's, why, that's the big reason for the podcast. So that you, something happens to me, yeah. and someday you're... 40 years old and you're trying to figure stuff out with your kids and whatever else. And you can listen to my podcast. Yeah. 
on maybe it'll help you out. Some of the stories that you hear, some of the things that are important so that you know where I was grounded and you know what I was thinking that you can look back and and someday when you're 50 years old, you look back and listen to my podcast and you go like, that was my dad when it's the same age, (laughs) right? I knew my dad at that age that I am now. I see that in my dad. You're old. (laughs) (laughs) But that is generational. Those are things. That's why it's a classical book, right? Because it jumps through any age. It works. Mm -hmm. So... So that's why that's why the podcast, that's why the YouTube account, it's just to outreach more. There's plenty of other kids out there that are not being taught and not being told what truth is, not yeah. being told by someone who cares about, not because I need to sell a book. Yeah. You know, and someday I might write a book. If I write a book, what's the purpose in writing the book? Purpose in writing the book is to sell books and get people to read it and f- figure more out about it, you know, mm-hmm. help spread the word of whatever it is, you know. Like, I'm writing a book right now, and there's not, there's, there's sort of, um, there's not really a main, like, backline to it because it's a fictional story that I'm writing. Mm-hmm. Um, because, and the reason, there is a reason bet- behind why I'm writing it, and that reason is. I've read hundreds and hundreds of books. I can go through the teen section in mm-hmm. the library we go to, and I can tell you pretty. If I can look at the back of like I read one page of it, I can rem- I can tell you the entire book mm-hmm. because I've read them all. Right. And something I've noticed about the books is um, there's and me personally, maybe I'm weird. Well, yeah, I am weird. Everyone's weird because everyone's their own person. But I've noticed that. There is, I found like one or two books of the type of story I like. And the type I like is a fantasy romance mm-hmm. that is from two different perspectives. First chapter is one perspective, second chapter is the next, and then it goes back and forth. Mm-hmm. And um, I like having the two perspectives mm-hmm. because in most books it's one perspective and it's like, oh, it's the same person doing the same thing over and over and over again. Right. And so I like the two perspectives because I like to see that, oh, there's this one character, uh, two characters, Bob and Jeff. Jeff, Jeff knows that, um, Jeff knows that, uh, I don't know, give me something. I don't know. <laughs> um, Jeff knows that, uh, that the Bob's wife is a serial killer, for instance, just random, random right, thought. Right. And Bob doesn't know that. So you can see Jeff. You can read the first chapter and see that Jeff is trying to tell Bob mm. without like, oh, your wife's a serial killer. And then Bob's, and then you can go to Bob's point of view and you can see that Bob is like, oh, well, what's he talking about? I don't understand. Right. Well, so a lot of that is really important to understand that there are different perspectives in life, right? And when you look at somebody that is, um, that you may think is being harsh and mean and whatever else, there may be something else behind it. Right. When you see their point of view, it may be completely different. Um, But what you're talking about, like reading those kind of books, right? There's got to be most all books have the same thing in the story. There's a hero. There's a villain. Do you know where that came from? uh, So the original literature that that um, the hero so you always see there's the hero, mm-hmm. the hero's best friend, and the villain, right? Yeah. And usually the villain ends up killing the uh, best friend, and then the hero goes goes mad. 
and then comes back to uh, his senses. Like, for instance, the newest Spider-Man movie. Yeah, so where did that come from? Uh, that actually came from the Iliad. The, oh, really? Where, um, did come, where did the, so the Iliad, Iliad get it? So the Iliad was written by, uh, it was Homer or Hesiod, one of the two. Homer. Homer, okay, that's what I thought. And um, back in then, Homer wrote the Odyssey and the Iliad. They didn't write that. They memorized the stories and they would go around and tell them to everyone. Homer would go to people's houses and you, I read the book. It's like 800 pages long. Mm. Homer had the entire thing memorized. He would tell it yeah, as a story. And he had the idea to come up with the hero's best friend dies from the villain and the hero goes insane. So the new Spider-Man movie. Where do you think he got that from? I'm not too sure. Mm, think about creation. There's the great good one, and then there's the villain. And then humanity's the best friend. Yeah. Huh. And then death comes. And so, and you look at it, Homer <sighs> was Greek. So, listen, think about that. Then he killed his best friend. Death came, right? Mm -hmm. And then there had to be a hero. And, and a the hero, hero, they came, and they all thought he was going to be the hero because he's going to come in and bring death to everybody else and he didn't he came as a sacrifice but you got to think of it oh, that's How? the greatest story of all right it is. That, that that the hero comes and lays his lot and doesn't go and kill everybody but he goes lays and he his lays life his life for down for his best friend which is us yeah <laughs> but you have to think of it oh homer homer <laughs> homer was a greek yeah and he got this story the story his base story from creation, God, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. So you have to think he may not have actually been Greek. He may have been studying in Christian. He may have paid attention. And we don't know because that was so many thousands of years ago. Yeah. You know, there's something that he said about what good classical books, right? And uh, writings of, of real true history. Yeah. Right. And people, there's a lot of things that people are going to just, just because somebody says it's true doesn't necessarily mean it's true. You know, um, just because, just because Joe Blow doesn't believe in God doesn't mean that God doesn't exist. Right. Yeah. God, God doesn't require someone else's belief to be, to exist. Yeah. Right. He doesn't need you to believe in him to be, to exist. He does, whether you believe in him or not. That's fair. Right. Um, but there's some great writings about history that, and written historical writings that are not just the Bible, but that affirm the Bible yeah. more so than anything else. People will go, well, this, this writing has, you know, originated longer, long before, you know, Christianity. Well, part of Christianity is the Old Testament. The Old Testament goes all the way back to Genesis, which is the beginning of all time. And there's nothing that really came about before the beginning of all time. Yeah. So, you know. No, you're not. That's not quite true. Yeah. You know, um, so just because somebody says it's so, it doesn't mean it's so. Your job is to investigate and decide what is right and true. And and that is my job to equip you with the tools to be able to find those things out. And the, that's what the podcast is about, is to spread that. to. There's plenty of other kids out there that have not don't have parents that are telling them the truth. They don't, yeah. that don't have parents that may not have parents, period. Yeah. Right. And so if they don't have parents, period, somebody should be willing to, you know, help them. A, well, help them and and honor, earnestly in a loving way. Yeah. Want to help them. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I agree with that. So that's the bigger picture. 
in the meantime, I got to ride horses and make a living and pay for your football and pay for your <laughs> your all your other I'll stuff. I pay for my stuff. <laughs> but um, I can sort of relate to how busy you are mm-hmm. because I have school. I have I'm taking literally taking ten different classes. I have football. I'm writing my book in my free time. I'm doing my YouTube channel in my free time. Yeah. Now I'm making a podcast in my free time. Well, and so the thing is, is that understanding um, priorities. Yeah. What's important? What's not important? What is, do you need to put your time into? What do you, what, what deserves your time and what requires your time? Yeah. And what's important? Um, so this kind of stuff is important too. This is fun. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, thank you for doing this with me. Um, yeah, I want to do more of these in the future. Okay. All right. Is it all right if I use it? Oh yeah. You can use this. Yeah. All right. But I'm using it too. (laughs) All right. Well, maybe we should do a few more of these. We can talk about some stuff that, you know, is important and, and things that, that, uh, and maybe to help other kids too. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Things to talk about with your dad. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Uh, thank you. All right. Love you. I do. You've been listening to the Go Time Podcast with Todd Martin. If you'd like to know more about the Go Time Podcast, Todd Martin, or Todd Martin Performance Horses, you can visit us at toddmartin.net, N-E-T. Um, we're going to be putting up some merchandise on there, too, for the podcast. And also, please, if you get the time and you like it, share with a friend. Give us a like and a review. I guess all that stuff kind of really helps and helps us get it out there to more people to be able to enjoy the podcast. So until next time, go tap.